1: scummy mummies
0: podcast well hello and welcome to the scummy mummies podcast it's me helen thorne and it's me ellie gibson and today we are joined by the fabulous lucy mangan who is an award-winning columnist author mother and a local catford celebrity welcome
2: lucy Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Shall we kick off? So, so Lucy, your work has appeared in The Guardian, Stylist Magazine, The Huffington Post and other publications, but you didn't start off as a journalist, you started off as a lawyer. When did you switch or why did you switch to writing?
2: I Well, I didn't so much switch to writing as switch away from lawyering because it was boring yet difficult and I thought one of those is fair enough to put up with as a career, but two of them together you'll be dead before... You Know, birthday. Birthday. it
1: sounds like parenthood, so, quite yeah. <laughs> Nightmare, yeah. But you get paid, yeah. Got
2: paid. Oh. Anyway, um, so, so Lucy, tell us about your family. Oh, well, you see, when I say when people ask me, now, I always start with my parents, which feels right to me. But everyone goes, Are you married? You've got you've got children? Like, oh, yeah, then <laughs> but you know, I've not known them half as long as I've known my parents. But yeah, I've got my parents still live in Catford, um, and at home, I've got. A husband and a three and a half year old boy.
1: And of course your family, especially your husband, featured very heavily in your books and, and your column in the Guardian. How do they feel about that?
2: Well I once asked uh my husband, who I call Tory Boy, in the uh, uh in the columns for reasons that were you ever unfortunate enough to meet him would become quickly apparent. <laughs> and um, I said, Do you mind if I, you know, call you Tory Boy and refer to you in the in the columns in the, uh, for the readers? And he just looked at me in bafflement and said what, why would I care what Guardian readers think of me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, fair enough. All what right. a reply! Does he, does he read your column mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah oh, he's he better than it because he
2: likes, he likes to come down, come downstairs and go. Oh, oh, the commenters underneath are having a go at you. It's really funny. Like, what? I say, what are they being funny? Like, no, 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 they're being abusive. But I find it funny.
1: And <laughs> That's, yeah, that's great. great. Oh, I love it. Because <laughs> uh, our husbands, Will and Pete, they don't really listen to the podcast. But then we get into like awkward situations where Pete's colleagues at work will listen to it and hear something hilarious yeah. that I've said about him. And uh, then he'll be massively ridiculed at work and he yeah. doesn't enjoy it. Well, I, that think, really I much. think, yeah, I think my husband just likes to stay on top of things in case yeah. he
0: know. <laughs> Yeah. It can, be quite, it can be quite a good way of bringing things up in your marriage, though, I found, by just publicly announcing things. And then, then it just, it's a nice way of communicating, I found. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you were saying, Stella, you want a divorce, weren't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I just thought I, I just sort of raise it now. I'm, I'm, on a previous podcast, I was just saying that I'd really like to have a bit more sex with my husband, and made him listen to the podcast, and then we had sex at night. So I, oh, I, I feel there's there's this there's, there's actually some.
2: I really don't want to have sex tonight. <laughs>
1: you know we haven't decided on a publication date or well, does that not matter that's no, a general, that's, that is just general yeah, rule. Yeah. that's just tonight yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I like Helen is that now you've revealed on the podcast that talking about sex on the podcast got you to have sex now you've said that again on the podcast I don't think Will's going to want to have sex with you again in case it goes on
0: the podcast I'll, I'll keep you all posted yes <laughs> do <laughs> and and his parents
1: and everyone else who listens to it so hello yes Uh, hello listeners in Pakistan (laughs) just let you know Helen has had sex in the last two weeks yeah good congratulations
0: the thorns (laughs) that's right so so what is domestic life like at your house um you recently wrote that you live perpetually on the edge of chaos you sound like one of our kind and I love the article that was all about domestic chores wasn't it um and they had three or well, five different Guardian writers all talking about oh, yeah. the split oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah, domestic yeah. chores, and and you were just talking about your house, and I and I could identify with the picture that you painted in your words.
2: Yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you. It's, it's, it's all a writer hopes for. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: um, welcome, Lucy Rankin. <laughs> no, well, I have this. Oh problem. my god! Because my
2: mother, my you know, I grew up in one of these houses where you know my parents have lived in their house forty, yeah, forty years now and they could leave it tomorrow and there there's no sign that any of either of them's ever been there. Wow. Yeah, you know, yeah. they've got no stuff, they've got no clutter. It's, you know, there's a chest of drawers, there's a television, oh, there's that's my dream. A shelf of that's... books and a three-piece suit suite and that's it. And I, d- I don't know how <coughs> you, know, I'm, you know, my mother's a time and motion expert. Everything's efficient, everything's away, everything's done, everything's done, and then there's systems and there's dad's well trained and all the rest of it. And the older I get, the more I realise that that's actually the exception and I don't need to feel so crushingly guilty the entire time because when I go to my friends' houses and normal people's houses, there is a bit of chaos. There is a bit of clutter. They, there not everything of, has its place. You there know, is a bit uh, of
0: rubbish just lying out in yeah, the front garden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, As we pulled out. For so, example.
1: So I picked you up in the stage, at the station today and was very pleased driving up to my house to remember that I'd left out the front of my house a uh, disused Bob the Builder workbench, <laughs> yeah. uh, an old potty... Uh, a plastic cash register, and just then assorted recycling that had burst out of the bag. Just egg boxes, yeah. you know, old nappies, just littering the front garden. Welcome was to like my a, home. It was yeah. like a home
2: from home. It was cool.
1: yeah. <laughs> Good. And I think that's very reassuring, because I,
0: I grew up in a similar house when my mum... She was just like that kind of cleaning ninja. You you would yeah. go to bed and in the morning everything shone and the breakfast would be laid out. And, and everything was hanging on
1: Liberty Padded coat hangers. It these; <clears throat> They're amazing, they're beautiful. And like, yeah, like like everything in your house, I like, you imagine, like yeah. wallpaper, Yeah, like,
0: everything, everything curtains. was ironed. <laughs> yeah, ironed yeah. hankies, everything had a yeah. place. There's Tupperware, there's everything. And I, I don't know if it's like... Um, if anyone else feels like this but when my house looks the way it does most of the time I just see my mum sucking her teeth going yeah. <sniffs> you know yeah. like I did get the shoulder Aww. the shoulders
1: tense up going oh mum wouldn't but she's in Australia so I've run away it's okay <laughs> <laughs> see my mum is, is quite tidy but yeah she it yeah. quite a bit of stuff and like growing up we were allowed to be messy and stuff and she came around the other day and I'm like organised about some <laughs> you're stuff you're so polite about yourself and i <laughs> <laughs> you, you can you can put it in your own words alright bit uptight <laughs> yeah okay fine that's fine um and i'm and it's especially about the moment because i'm pregnant and i've got the mm-hmm. nesting the biology has kicked in yeah. so i've got like a label maker and i'm like just labeling okay. everything in my house like my husband has a sticker on that says twit on his forehead like it's everything <laughs> and uh, i read i did out a cupboard the other day and put all the things in tupperware and labeled all the tupperware and uh my mum came around and pete just went ray look at this and he opened the covers and my mum looked at it and she just turned to me and went you've got ocd <laughs> I don't care because I know exactly where my trail mix is and it is in a different box to the Maltesers. So and I'm happy. That makes me happy and feel good. My mum's going to be around with adoption
2: papers. I'll be very careful if I were you. Don't open the door until. Yeah, there
0: was wife swap. Now here's daughter swap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Thank God she makes sense. <laughs> I don't know, there was someone at BBC Four commissioning it before the end of yeah yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> but as I say, look inside the cupboards, you think, wow, this person's really got their life together. Look at my front garden, you think, <laughs> you like. This person is a tramp, like what You're what a paradox, doing? Ellie Gibson. That's me. I'm an enigma wrapped in a mystery in a skip. <laughs> That's <Yes>. right. That's <laughs> what I am. Smelling of old bananas. Yeah.
0: yeah. So what gets you through the day?
2: Do you have a secret? No. <laughs> Do you have any secrets? No. It's being freelance, actually, because yeah. if, you you know, if you don't work, if you don't hit the deadlines, you don't get paid. So that helps me. You know, I'm not, I'm not chaotic with work or anything, but the rest... I get fined for late payment of this, that and the other and all the rest of it. But I can't, I can't do everything, you know. No, I know that's I right. If I'm working and the child's fed and still alive every evening, I think I've done my bit. That is success. For yeah. God and humanity, if not my mother. Yeah. <laughs> Tick the box.
0: No, How do you cope, Helen? Uh, I, I have a very good sense of humour. <laughs> <laughs> Speak <for> yourself.
2: <laughs> we'll be the judge of
0: that. <laughs> An excellent sense of humour. No, like... I, I do have to step back and just laugh at it because I think and this is one thing my mum this is my mum's mantra is that if you don't laugh you cry and that's and that's what gets me through is that yeah. I have to have a laugh like Ellie earlier shows that's what people did in the war <laughs> that's, how, that's how Britain survived the blitz actually. yeah that's it and I that's all the singing Um, yeah I'll, I'll sing, sing a silly song that kind of gets me through or if I think of
2: yeah if you break out into a Gracie Fields number I'm leaving <laughs>
0: I'm not having again, an australian grace you feel promise. A a promise.
2: <laughs> yeah. and also
0: having really good good friends i can call up and go everything's fucked <laughs> and uh and drinking so that's that's my secret take yeah. that home listeners yeah and you
1: ellie yeah drink yeah, yeah. mainly just drink yeah. yeah obviously being six months pregnant maybe just a bottle or two to start the morning take the edge off yeah and then that'll see me through yeah it's yeah. about lunch that's yeah. it just just mellows you yeah <laughs> arrest me oh yeah they are actually trying to do that yeah yeah, yeah. that's right well that's enough domestic chat shall we have some book chat book chat I love book chat Ellie me too do you want to do it no (laughs) you've got the book I've got the book why don't we chat about it yeah let's
0: do that okay let me do that
1: there we
2: go
1: (laughs) These that's are, the sound yeah. of inside charlie's chocolate factory that's right that is like, lucy mangan yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's what they do on women's hour isn't it that's what jane garvey <laughs> yeah. flicks it's exactly book. that yeah, yeah. that's why they hired her yeah better yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. book flicking than jenny murray yeah.
0: she's useless <laughs> <laughs> so lucy you've been quoted recently as saying you read about 100 books a year most for pleasure but some for work and
2: how do you fit this in like i'm very impressed that you read that many books or were you lying not lying <laughs> good no uh, I, cause It was one of those things where you, when you're writing a column and you're writing something, you think, I don't know what to put here, what's normal, I don't know. And I couldn't tell how many, you know, what was an average number of books if you were a... Because I was a known sort of reader, but I didn't know how many, you know, was normal for a heavy reader. So I thought, oh, I'll, I'll put the truth, I'll see how that goes. Um, and, of course, everyone going, that's a f- of a lot. So like, ah, oh, right. Uh, and the answer is, number one, I read very fast. I always have done, um, and I retain nothing. And I don't do much else to be honest I do childcare work I don't watch much TV because ra- I would rather read mm-hmm. I'd rather watch TV than childcare or work but <laughs> reading <laughs> reading comes over because if I don't read I get you know you don't want to be around me I just it's, is, is I don't you? read I don't read highbrow so I just like to that's my thing and if I it's, it's a bit like an addiction it really, I really feel
0: you just, just get a bit of a hit in myself. you just go oh yeah that's, yeah. that's, that's good yeah, exactly
2: if I can just you know and it was the thing I found hardest once I'd had the baby and once I'd got over you know the tearing and the broken coccyx and the postnatal depression, yeah you know, <laughs> what, what I found hardest was that you 've got no time to yourself anymore, and reading or doing what you know you just what you like, what feels like just a hobby it's really hard to take that time for yourself because you don't feel like you can say, "Mom, I really need to read a book for half an hour can yeah. you take the baby or husbands can you take him for a bit longer um and it took me a while to realize actually I need time to read otherwise i go mental but it took, you know it takes a while for you to learn what what's going on with yeah. the baby and what's going on with you with the baby so but it's
0: good i think i think you've got to you've got to be true to those things like if you enjoy telly enjoy it or if
1: you want to play a computer game or or any of those sort of things or or play yeah candy crush so let's talk about your own book now this isn't your first book uh, you've written hopscotch and handbags the truth about being a girl and my family and other disasters but this new one is inside charlie's chocolate factory tell us what it's about <laughs> it's a mystery really isn't
2: it <laughs> well it was my investigation into Sierra Leone's uh, no it wasn't no um Francesca Dow Puffin who I knew a little bit from columns I'd written in the in the Guardian about children's books came up to me and she said um, uh, next year is uh the 50th anniversary of, of Charlie's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory would you like to and I went yes Yes, please, what is it? Well, we want a book. Like, oh, great, that's good. And so, yeah, went and sat in the Rold Dahl Museum archives for a week and then did some reading mm-hmm. outside of that. And so,
1: the, arch- yeah, the archive is part of the museum. Whereabouts is the museum?
2: Uh, museum's where he used to live in Great Missenden, Missenden right. in Buckinghamshire. 45 minutes from Marlborough, it's very handy. Yeah. It's a really good museum, actually. Normally, I don't go for museums because you know, culture.
1: <sighs> Not even the Horniman. <laughs> Yeah, no, I
2: like the whole... I like the walrus, you know, but yeah. um but no, it's a really nice job to do and there's lots you know, and then they put it all together beautifully and did lots of pictures of the Yeah, it's a stunning. It book. is beautiful. Yeah. Isn't it's
0: it? really lovely and it's a book like I'm I'm not much of a reader. Um but I like I like a I like a pick and mix book mm. you know, that you can just you pick it up and go, Oh, Ooh.
1: Yeah. And you have my- books about pick and mix. So <laughs> really this book is what everything for everything It does. Everything.
0: And it, and it's, it's, yeah, it's beautifully put together and it's, and you know, you can take it from what you will. Like you can take it, you go, Ooh, I'm just interested in the films or I'm interested in the backstory. Yeah, or you're or, just, you
2: know, they've got bits about the illustrators and the, the, Stage musical, everything.
1: Yeah, oh, the, I know, like the, the page you've just flicked to. By it's there's Wilder on one side and then Depp on the other. I know. Who's your favourite wonker, Lucy? Oh my, uh, oh Gene Wilder. Yeah, well, it's
2: got to yeah. be, hasn't it? Really. Although Roald Darnall hated it. Hated Did it, he hated the film? Hated him especially. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: He said
2: he played it for subtle adult laughs. That was all wrong, mm. and he'd wanted because
1: he'd wanted Spike Milligan or Peter Sellers. So you can see. That would have been yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen that? Uh, the condescending wonker? Twitter. No. And it's full of memes of that um, that photo of Gene Wilder where he's like with his hand, his face yeah. leaning on his hand. And then it's like yeah. these terrible memes saying things like, oh, I see there are loads of photos of you getting drunk on Facebook, but none of you with your kids. You must be a really good mum. <laughs> <laughs> like this one. I see you have a pair of beats by Dr. Dre headphones. You must really know a lot about acoustics. <laughs> <laughs> really
0: good. So just, now, there's been a few articles um, that you wrote in the lead-up to the release of the book about some of the, I guess, gems of your research. Um, it's were called there... publicity whoring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay. clears throat> what were the most interesting things you found out during the course of your research? All the things you went, Ooh! If you make that noise, nobody, <laughs> nobody makes that noise apart either. from you. Okay, it's make just you. Okay, sorry, <laughs> and eight-year-olds. Okay, that, that's the noise I make when I'm in Paris. Sorry, it's <laughs> <just> a <that> euphemism. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you do when you're having your picnic sex? <laughs> no, ooh. no, no. It's just you know when you walk past patisseries in Paris, don't you make that noise? Absolutely not. Don't you go ooh when you see like little little macaroons and dainty chocolates? I hate macaroons. <laughs> All right. Okay. You see any kind of question? From? Yeah, you see where She's coming. So from. That, yeah, that's my definitely. Paris noise. Anyway, carry on. I want to hear your picnic sex noise now. <laughs> no, you
1: don't. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, anyway, sorry. Is that a twig literally just pleased to see me? <laughs> um, yes. What were we talking about? Yeah, we were so talking
0: about fate.
1: You, you had a favourite fact from the book, didn't you? Yeah, I love
0: the fact that Oompa Loompas were called
1: Whipple Scrumpets. Is that... Yeah, have I pronounce it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think I think whenever you say Oompa Loompas, I mean, the first thing I do is I break into song. Of course. Of course. Because... <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like that but there, there's all these things that are so dear and you think that's the only name for these little people in the factory and that's mm. the only way it could ever be yeah but you kind of unpick and you find all these uh very favorite dear things that um and that that was really that's what's really delightful about your book is it? thinking no 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 there were many versions there and and some things changed right at the last minute is that right
2: yeah well whipple scrumpets was one of them they were here. they were whipple scrumpets right up to the last last minute and then what, what, what I like about that is they change it to Wimbleumbers and fudge the 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 bar he gets for his birthday and the, the bar he I think he you know finds the golden ticket in yeah um, all along it's been the um, it's just been a marshmallow delight bar um, and then because he's got this this work, Wimple scrumpt suddenly comes free he called he he renames the bar as the Whipple scrumptious fudge mallow delight and yeah there it is
0: it's yes. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's lovely!
0: And have you got a favourite character in the book, or
2: one that you can identify with? Um, I had all the um, the misbehaviour beaten out of me very young, the time, <laughs> so I didn't I didn't ever identify. With, but I did love it was in, and again, she survives right up till the the sort of penultimate draft. There's a, a character called Miranda Mary Piker, who she and she had to go because she's just another spoilt child and obviously you've already got violet and uh Veruca, who are just you know they're quite similar really mm. um but miranda mary piger has these terrible sort of liberal progressive parents well, roald dahl was quite an old-fashioned sort of bloke and he was writing in the mid-60s when as far as he was concerned the world was going to hell in a handcart with all these hippies <laughs> he was right, um, he was right <laughs> completely right um but so he had this you know uh, this girl Miranda Mary Piker, who when she, she you know, she picks this bunch of, of daffodils, edible daffodils in the garden and someone says, Oh, are you going to give those to your mummy and daddy? And she goes, No, I'm going to gobble them all myself and her mother says, You see what an interesting child she is <laughs> And I love that, but he, she has can see that that's quite a subtle joke for a, for
1: a kid's book to be, you know, yeah. liberal parents or not. Yeah, yeah. 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 I say that the, the, the sort of contemporary group that is spirited people say, oh, yeah. He's, 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 yeah, my, your child's just smashed 15 China yeah. jugs and set fire to a television, yeah. and oh, he's very spirited. Yes, and he's no, very I got,
2: spirited. I, I want some, some little girl clocked my son and someone her mother said, She's got such a strong sense of self. <laughs> really? Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: clock you now. <laughs> yeah, no, my You're <laughs> about to experience how strong my sense of self is Stupid. in your no. face. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Which well, one do you
0: identify with Hannon? Uh, I I love Veruca Salt. I'm nothing like her, of course, but <laughs> I, I, I love Veruca Salt. I like um like Lucy from Peanuts. I love that strong, feisty girl that because I, I was quite shy as a child. So I love I love that she's, you know, just a bit of an a Hole really. I'm more fond of the film because I love the
2: girl who plays Verica Salt and her. She helped me a lot with the book actually, Julie oh. Julie Dawn Cole. She was great and she has such, you know, happy memories of making the. She disco danced next to me. Did she? Yeah, in 2005.
0: I was in the Melbourne Comedy Festival. <sighs> I told you I was going to say this story. It's not an interesting it anecdote. It's not it an interesting anecdote. Lucy tells like, me this
1: song. <laughs> she'll write a book about it. should inspire her. Go on, tell it the story. Okay. All
0: right, so Matt Hardy was doing this show with Veruca Salt. Um, and at the after-party thing, she was disco dancing next to me and I felt like a million dollars.
1: That's it. That's all I'm saying. All right? Okay. What do you think of that story, Lucy? Do you think that's... Uh, you're going to write another based write, on I'm going to write another chapter immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Helen's other favourite anecdote is that she's got the same birthday as Stefan Dennis. That's it. <laughs> In, in Helen's world, that's isn't, what passes for touching fame.
2: Australia's such a large country, so
1: so little <laughs> to say. Lot <laughs> really to think about, though. Really.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All
1: right. Shall we move on, Ellie? Good story. You, you talk bro. now, dude. um I will. Um, <laughs> Uh, what's your favourite sweet in the book Lucy because that was the thing I loved the book as a child but the thing that I really loved I liked the characters but I really loved the idea of these everlasting gobstoppers and these mm. yeah just these amazing rooms and rooms oh the wallpaper oh
0: the licky yeah. wallpaper have you
1: seen the life hack of how to make your own lickable wallpaper no there's like if you google it there's like there's quite a few now there's um like parents have made for their kids these lickable yeah you get the food and you bake it and it's all a bit because my mustard. son likes the but...
2: interesting fat children they are <laughs> <laughs>
1: very spirited
0: my kids like licking bits of public transport yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> have to go to the arse of making lickable no just lick, lick the
0: pole in the tube yeah
2: <laughs> so yeah what's your what was your favorite confection uh i was never well i, I was never that big on sweets i always like chocolate but i wasn't <laughs> My mother wouldn't allow us to eat uh chocolate or indeed sweets probably you'd have one after tea Sometimes oh, I think yeah. I can't remember the rules exactly. And after eight mint, <laughs> was it? Or was yeah. it classy like. No, no, it wasn't classy. No, no. <laughs> Matchmaker. Um, so, you know, Penny sweet, or something. <laughs> but, um, uh, so yeah. I, I like the the uh, what's it? The Whipple scrumptious fudge mallow delight. Yeah. Did, Every, you have a, did you have a favorite in the in
0: the in the book? Um, sweetie, yeah. I think it was the everlasting gobstopper. Yeah. Just the
1: notion of the, a sweet that you could, you know, oh, the notion of a sweet that could taste like roast chicken. I'm, t- I'm fascinated by it to this day. Yeah, well, that was a that's that a was chewing gum. That's a chewing gum. Yeah, yeah. When oh. she turned into the blueberry. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Have you got have you got a sweet that you would you would create
1: or in your imagination Lucy no I've got full cool all imagination I've never no chewing gum changes flavours yeah. but to all different kinds of cheese oh, no. one minute it's brie then it's borsam then it's camembert then it's stilton who knows what's coming next <laughs> so exciting yeah. I, I see why does maybe like... made mozzarella chewing gum that seems to me like a natural fit <laughs> We're <not> <laughs> <on> <laughs> <this> <laughs> <face>. <laughs> because of this face that we're both doing <laughs> when you said it that's why well, I think you missed a trick, Italians. <laughs> Get on it, that's what I say. Come
2: on. It could be the booster economy needs.
1: So <laughs>
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Lucy, you gave up sugar and sweets at the beginning of the year. Um, Have you managed to conquer this addiction or...
1: How, how's are life? how have you moved Robert on Palmer, <laughs> surrounded by women in short black dresses just, just waving curly whirly yeah. i'm you just go.
2: i'm just mainlining twix at yeah. the same. So, no it, it didn't last that long but it, yeah it made me realize i was addicted and
1: uh, yeah i realized i was addicted so there we go <laughs> so what's next for you lucy what book are you working on now uh, i'm working on a book
2: about children's books a book about the history of children's literature oh, oh.
1: which brings us neatly to can well, we have a theme tune please well, helen Memory Lane. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. Let's yeah, Do you like our jingles? We write them all ourselves. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Just original content.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so let's have a general chat about books
1: about children. Or should I not just we'll read that books from this... about children? <laughs> no, okay, <laughs> you're <laughs> not learned friend. <laughs> so let's talk about the books we loved as children. Lucy, I'm guessing obviously Roald Dahl is a big a yep. big thing for you, as as for me and for Helen as well. Yeah, I think mm. I covered all the basics. Yeah, Roald
2: Dahl. Charlotte's web, stick of the dump. Yeah. Family from one end street. I love. Were you an either Blyton fan? Oh, I loved Enid Blyton.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Are you more famous yeah. 5 or Magic Faraway Tree? Oh,
2: Famous 5. I sort of started, I, I didn't for some reason come across the kind of the really young ones, the Faraway Tree and Amelia and all that kind of thing. But I started with Secret Seven and Famous Five and Mallory Towers and Saint Clare's. Oh. I love. Oh.
0: I think that's and why I'm in gl- England today because of those books. Yes. I, just yeah. want, I just wanted to frolic in a hill with some dogs
1: and and jolly children. Yeah. you know, it, it just she's gorgeous. Well, the Mallory Towers gave me a real shock because I loved all those books. And I read, yeah. and I read the Trebison books oh, as yeah. well. You read yeah. so I, I
2: thought wrote, I wrote my friend instead of revising my levels, I wrote my friend a, a, a pornographic version <laughs> of because tre- she was mad on Trebison And um, so I wrote a sort of humorous but (laughs) pornographic one. I've no, you know, I've never written anything better since. Yeah, right? no. I've just been down that, that, since. Called,
1: that's, it. that's called slash fiction when you yeah, get that. Yeah, early
2: slash fiction, very early yeah. slash yeah.
1: fiction. I wrote a Mar- Mallory Towers parody for my school magazine, it was all about yeah, parody, them. them parody, that's breaking funny. each other's legs with hockey sticks yeah, yeah. and all this. Yeah. And like it was, I got the most laughs, including during my comedy career, that I've ever had. So I got the best reception of anything I've you, ever done.
2: You, have you ever had as much of a laugh as you did at school with your mates?
1: I, I haven't. I, mean, I was very badly wasn't. bullied. So. so was I.
2: <laughs> But with my mates. But I, but, well, I say plural, mates plural, no. Yeah.
1: With, with, with my Sally, imaginary friend, George. My
2: imaginary friend, Sally, who I wrote <laughs> to the pornographic parody full.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. that's it. But, but Mallory Towers did sort of spoil me a bit for school because I read all the Mallory Towers books and then, so I thought secondary school, or I thought it oh, was a no, boarding exactly school, right. but I thought it was going to be all, you know, wonderful wood panelled walls and midnight feasts and trunks. And I got there, you know, and it was this like, you know, oh, comprehensive sheesh. in South East London. And it was, yeah, yeah, just kids, just kids decking each other and calling each other lesbians for eight hours yeah. a day. It was just <laughs> horrible. Yeah, it was no, awful. No, no. Uh, oh. So thanks for that, Enid so um you read all the classics of children but there were did you have any secret any secret rubbish i me and my friend oh, Jessie, who's been rubbish, on the podcast yeah. a lot we used to love sweet valley oh Hall. yes oh. who
2: didn't do you
1: remember oh, that the, the golden lavaliers for their 16th birthday oh yeah
3: yeah <laughs>
1: Do you remember? I think it was number 40 where Regina Morrow Mm. took cocaine at a party (gasps) and died! She did (laughs) die, she did die It was like the most exciting thing that had ever happened. You do die, because oh, she had a heart condition and Nicholas mm. was broken hearted do you remember oh, was
2: Nicholas I thought she was Todd's.
1: no she. but she, her brother was her Nicholas brother, sorry, yeah, but yeah. like it was always a slightly weird relationship it was, it was a bit, little it was bit, bit he oh. was always a bit it was a bit... it was a bit yeah and when she died he was a bit like mm, you've got the feeling you know what went on when he closed that door at night with the framed photograph of his sister do you know what I mean it was yeah. a bit much yeah, left some, yeah. yeah. some questions yeah
2: suburban Californian sublimation
1: is what you're saying, no, I'm, yeah. just saying yeah. they know, I'm just
2: saying maybe I'm just saying I'm a very sick-minded individual. I think you've mind in the guffler, certainly. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, so, did you like *Sweet Valley High*? I like *Sweet rubbish? Valley High*.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I read anything. I've never.
1: Yeah. You don't I mean, discriminate. Yeah. And my parents were never those kind of parents. Were like,
2: oh no, you mustn't read. Just ah,
1: oh, she's reading. Someone's reading. Great. My very favourite books, which I would buy for any small girl, uh, are the *Song of the Lioness* books by Tamora Pierce. Have you read those? I know those. and it's yeah. about this girl called Alana, and she grows up in this world where, if you're a girl, you go off and you become a sorceress. And if you are a boy, you grow up and you become a knight. And she doesn't want to be a sorcerer, she wants. So she swaps places with her trim brother, who wants to be a sorcerer, and um, she, like, pretends to be uh, a boy. But it really, it deals with, like, real stuff like she has to bind her boobs and you know it deals with her having her periods and how she stops herself getting pregnant which is like a bit of nonsense hokum to do like (laughs) a lucky charm that she wears that a red gypsy gives her but like yeah Yeah. still and were there any books like that for you lucy that really didn't just you didn't just enjoy but kind of had an impact on how you felt about yourself i used to
2: i used to love there were two when i was a bit younger so sort of eight nine ten there was the gwen grant books cool and the first one was called private keep out and there were three of them and they were just the funniest. They're about this northern family in a mill in a mill town just after the war, and it was the first time I'd read any book that actually—I didn't know the word sensibility then—but it had my family's sensibility because we were northern and we were always a bit. My my family was a bit different, and it wasn't. It wasn't that we were posh. It wasn't that we were. I couldn't. I couldn't get a handle on it. And then I read this book where, you know, they'd would, they would all talk to each other like, "We you, know, like, you know, What did your slave die of? A broken neck? Oh well, that's nice, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
2: and yeah and so and I suddenly realised oh they are different because until then you know you have got Eden and Blyton and but they you know they're the, the critics are right it is all very kind of white middle class yeah. a very narrow band of white middle class within that what about Bloom Judy not Mr I've interviewed yeah.
3: her have I've you I've interviewed no. her oh, no. Meta
2: interviewed oh. her Waterstones Piccadilly few months ago and by the end it was just this it was just this room full of weeping 30 something women (laughs) oh wow was she amazing oh she was amazing she was she was everything you wanted oh
0: no it's interesting because yeah i think because i i'm reading my daughter's six so we can just start to read we've just i've just read her like the lion the witch and the wardrobe and we've um her name's matilda so we've read matilda twice now and gone to see the the show and everything, but those things just have a real impact. And even because she listened, we have like Radio Four on, and she hears about the war. And then she said, "But mummy, does that mean I'm going to go to the countryside then? Because the war is coming, you know." And that I quite find—I find that so delightful—that she just thinks we're going to put her on a train yeah. because the war is coming. And you that. said, "Yes, we
1: are." <laughs> Yes. Here's you're your like, six zone travel cars. Off just, you go.
0: i right. the go there, to it, See you in five years.
1: Mind right. the bombs.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, and that's I quite I quite like that. And and I read her the BFG, and then we we're just done the train station on Wright Park the other day, and she said. When I was 16, um, my, you and Daddy died, and, and then, then a giant came, and she, he just took me away, and he was so nice to me, Mummy. and she just, you know... She just i told you to supervise her internet
1: activity a bit more closely. <laughs> Jesus.
2: My husband and I realised we actually read too much to our, to our son because he was lying back in the bath. We were trying to, you know, rinse the soap off his hair about a year ago, and um, he lay back, and he went, No, don't, I beg of you, I beg of you. <laughs> Which is the line from the rose
1: red and snow white lady book and <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there's been like quite a few blockbuster series of kids books in recent it's obviously harry potter and mm. the hunger games and all that do you think this is a sort of new golden age of children's literature or do you think they're all modern
2: rubbish <laughs> i don't know a sort of it's a golden age of children's literature marketing certainly um, <laughs> thing, the thing about a lot of that you know, young adult stuff like like Hunger Games is that if you break the figures down, there are actually a lot of so many. I think it's about a third is being bought by thirty something women. I, I don't it's, know it's, what you mean. I, <laughs> it's you know now that sort of Georgette Heyer and people have fallen by the wayside. It's and and it's coming away from Chiclet and and apparently sort of all attaching onto onto YA. Yeah, I, and I, have, I have <laughs> books, so I have read all the Hundred Close books I have I really right. like them. Like, they really yeah, they're, they're, they're at least as complex as any chicklet. So it's not a, yeah. good, a matter of sort of dumbing down or anything. It's just um growing interest in in darker stuff. Maybe, and I rather I,
0: than I age love reading range. Harry Potter. Like But but it it reignites that um excitement as a child going into a fantasy land and that's really nice. Especially as a mother of small children when yeah. when it's can it be at times quite not fun. Yeah.
1: It I quite like, really dull and I really hard. Like, I've read really all the Harry Potters and I did yeah. the, apart from the last one which I just wanted to throw out the window after page nine hundred and seventy five <laughs> when they're still camping. <laughs> stop camping. Do some yeah. magic so
0: boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Next up, we're going to do a quiz and it's not just any kind of quiz is it Ellie it's a Catford quiz
1: yes, yes. It is.
0: Oh. <laughs> it's the quiz to end all quizzes <laughs> that's right. they said it couldn't happen uh, so we record the podcast in Catford <laughs> Lucy is from Catford Ellie is from Catford and I am not so I will play the quiz master I'm technically from Peckham but that's okay, alright that's on. fine yeah. that's fine so we're going to have a bit of a chat about Catford or a Chatford oh I love um, that yeah. I, I see know. what she did there Do she very sure. I have made a very special prize so whoever wins a prize gets to I mean sorry start again whoever wins the quiz gets my special handmade prize Ooh. now now we're talking about Catford today um now it's a special part of southeast London because we do have international listeners
2: could you describe it for our international listeners Lucy Mangan I think I wrote about it in a column once and I think I called it the place where hope if it doesn't come to die, it at least comes for a lie down and a think about what to do next. Yes. <laughs> that, that... ideally hopes it has the energy to move on to Blackheath and Greenwich. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you're, you're a very pretty
0: picture there. Uh, so what was it like growing up here as a child? Although I think I've, I can kind of get a flavour from, from your general tone, Lucy. Yeah, it was slightly
2: dangerous and... Uh... <laughs> Mostly, and stressful. And, yeah. mostly stressful, mostly um, stressful, and displeasing to the eye. <laughs> okay, there we are. So that's Catford for. We used to play. Um, Dad used to take us to the to the shops to get a paper or some sweets or something. Um, we used to play a game of how many dog turds you could spot oh. on the way. Um, <laughs> and how many and wrote, could it, you? <laughs> it was our record was it was about, you know it's about one hundred and twenty yard stretch between the nearest shops, sweet shop, and our house. And we our record was seventy two dog turds
1: on the way. <laughs> Um, of course, you had white ones in and them white ones. Yeah, yeah, white we
2: used ones to yeah. Get, yeah, we used to get different scores. Once the game developed,
1: we used to get different scores, depending on how fresh or stale they were,
2: how, how white they
1: have gone. I am so excited about this cat for quiz, Helen. I don't mm. think I can wait all right, another let's, second. Let's just get on. I'm, all... I'm
2: genuinely
1: quite nervous. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Well, that's is it's just because you don't here. want the process? could be something we make you eat. All right, now... <laughs> oh, sorry. Will it be a delight to the ear, eye, or...? <laughs> Okay, hey, well none. none of the above, of, I can promise you that. <laughs> Alright, now
0: it's a Catford quiz. So I thought that um as a buzzer, one of you could meow and one of you could go broom. So oh, like
2: Catford. No, no. Oh meow.
0: You meow, okay. Let's well, go it's for like the it. Okay. <laughs> now if you were standing on Catford Briggs Station, which bus would you not see go past you? The seventy five, the thirty seven, the one seven one, the one eight one, or the one eight five.
2: Uh, meow, whatever. Yeah. Um, sorry, I think it was the second one. I can't. Yeah, remember, the thirty seven. The, the thirty seven. Yeah. One to Lucy. Damn it. Thank you. Oh, God, God, I hate this already. <laughs> Bring
0: it on. Right, number two. Which of the following isn't a cat for takeaway place? Oh my cod, Wonky Chinese, Hippie Chicken, or Chick
1: Chicken? Brum. Yeah. Chick chicken. Incorrect. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Meow. Do I get a... yeah. the first one? Oh my God. No, that's real. That's is real. That is real. That's quite recent, to be fair. Yeah. That's quite oh. a recent edition. So, oh my God, Wonky, it's it's
0: actually happy chicken, not hippie chicken. Oh, you said hippie chicken. That's right. There because hippie... hippie chicken is wrong, but it's actually called happy chicken, and I did a twist.
2: Ah, uh.
1: She outvowed you. Yeah.
0: <sighs> there we go. Fine. Right. One to Helen, I believe. <laughs> yes, well done, you. Okay. You get
1: to win your own present. Congratulations. Okay. Congratulations.
0: How many chocolate bars can you buy at Catford Little for £2? Ooh. Four, seven, 19, or 469? Broom. Yes, Ellie. I'm going to say 19. Correct. <laughs> yes. Back in Why the not? game. <laughs> That's right. The Broadway Theatre. Which oh. year was it built? Ooh. 1933, 1932, 1940, or 1928? Have a guess, Lane. Now, wow. 28. Incorrect, Mangan. 33.
1: Incorrect, Gibson. Now, now 30. Incorrect. Now, <laughs> 40. No! 41, 42, no. 43, 44, 45. 1932. All right. Oh, oh, I deep. knew it was 32 or 33 because... Like you, i knew that you would like just do the, find the answer and then just bother to add one number to that number correct i <laughs> a point for being oh. an asshole. okay <laughs> you can have a helen
0: quiz up, yeah. Yeah. It? That's Right. okay the catford cat how old is she oh in cat years or human years human years okay. we're going for thank you gibson <laughs> 40 35 51 or 29
2: 40. Ellie. Correct. Yes. yes, we should no, have a party. On the cu- it can't be 40. Why? Because I remember it be going up. Well, on the internet it said 1974. Yeah, and I took issue with this in my column. I think oh. because I remember it. I remember it going up, and everyone being like, "Oh my god, what's happened here?" Because and I it must have been about
1: six or seven. Oh okay because okay. okay. I really must take issue. There is a t- okay okay. Yeah. I are you saying that sometimes information on the internet is incorrect because I'm I saying, take issue with that as an assumption, <laughs> quite frankly. I'm saying I have been into this issue and
2: there's been a mistake <laughs> Oh fine, I, okay, fine. Okay, okay. Fine.
0: Okay. Um and finally, just for a bonus point, where does catfit get its name from? Nobody knows. So, the internet has told me that it, it it comes from the 13th century, and it may also name owe its name to a ford over the Ravens Ravensbourne. And some sources say there were wildcats around this area.
1: Yeah. Well, I contest that. I don't contest <laughs> that because I remember when Catford was first established in the 13th century, and uh, it was actually named after. Catherine the Great, obviously, of Russia, who <laughs> came here to invade uh, London in a Ford Cortina. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Can you. I have a point, please? No, no. F- Lucy
0: Mangan is the winner! Oh, so she God. gets my handmade prize! Yes! Yay! What I've made for you today. Oh, God.
1: Yeah. I, really? just, I have no part of this. I just want you no, to I No,
0: I, I look. Ready? <gasps> look! I've made Lucy Mangan of The Guardian choc- dark chocolate dark cat. chocolate
1: cat,
2: just like the Catford cat.
0: Oh, have oh. I
1: broken them? No, 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 they're still intact. Oh, thank goodness. We wouldn't <laughs> want to ruin the very professional finish yes, that you've oh, achieved on those. There That's we go. Amazing. Thank you so much. Mm. Thank you very much. Oh, it's my pleasure. Loser. I'm Would all. You right. like Thank you. No, I don't are you want sure? you. I, I don't. My mouth is already full of bitterness. I don't need any dark chocolate. Thank you. Well, you enjoy them. I you will. two. I hope you're very happy together. A
2: taste of victory.
1: Here uh, we are. Oh. Anyway, yes. Well, congratulations, Lucy. I'm Thank you. very. Thank you. I'm very genuinely je- jealous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And well done to me for writing such a good yeah, quiz. No, excellent yes. quiz,
1: excellent, excellent. And I was disparaging Helen about your idea for this prize, but Lucy either is is a very good actress or is genuinely touched. Oh, so touching. well you done, really done. Really Thank you. everyone yeah. except me. Yeah,
2: yeah, Grumpy <laughs> all band <pass. round> excellent. <laughs> except
0: <laughs> that's fine. It's
2: aching void to my right. Yeah. That's
0: right. So we have come to the end of the podcast. But before we go, we always like to finish off with a scummy mummy confessions. Um, do you want me to kick I'm off, Ellie? Please, out, Well, I <laughs>
1: Hugely
2: successful parenting life and uh, failures.
0: I've got a really fabulous neighbour who I adore. She's one of those amazing women. She's won an OBE. She's She works for the BBC. And whenever I see her, I want to say something really cool <clears throat> and, and impressive. What's she doing in you, mean, Kat? Oh, I don't know. What terrible <laughs> for the culture. In- <laughs> for the culture. And, you know, I was talking to her the other day, and for some reason, I did a very large audible fart but i pretended that it was all okay i did this large fart and then i just went
3: <laughs> <laughs> like that okay <laughs> yeah. remedial supper all right.
2: what did, did you want oh what was, it was so embarrassing what was the thinking was there any what was the <laughs> I don't know because I was just amazing. like oh yeah yeah. she thinks I'm a human percussionist <laughs> it will you. all be well that's alright we she may <laughs> even get me a gig on BBC 7 that's right that's right I don't know what, what? came <laughs> I <laughs> well, it, you know what I
0: woman...
1: like it
2: I think I'm going to
1: start doing it every time
2: oh. <laughs> don't suggest it to her because the next stage is that she does it in front of this woman farts and then claps every time it's just a thing it's a thing I do have you not heard of it's a thing
1: clock talking. well do oh. you want gentrifying I'll give you gentrifying oh, oh I love God. it I love it so embarrassing I want, do you know what I want you to do I want you to do that at my funeral to, in the middle of like the eulogy I want you to fart and then That's so funny. Take that, take that with you, listeners. Really. Oh, we're starting a trend. We're, we're starting trends here today. <laughs> right. We really are. Oh God, help me. Oh dear, I don't think I can compete with that. No, really, no, but no. I will, I'll do my best. Okay. Um, so I have. I've got a Catford. At least it's topical. I've got a Catford-related confession. Yeah. Um. So I remember when Charlie was four days old. Yeah. Right. So one of his first ever outings, possibly the first ever out of the house. Yeah. Me and Pete took him to Nando's Catford. <laughs> and then I was at like a baby group I think a few weeks later and there was like a dad there and he was like oh no child of mine will ever set foot in a McDonald's and uh, yeah. I just went yeah Charlie's four days old we took him to Cat Fernando." <laughs> He looked at me like I just said. You know, when Charlie was four days old, we showed him some pornography and gave him yeah. gin. Like, it was just We're like the worst thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it on with it. Just weird. Oh, so, so actually, I suppose it's a confession. But really, I'm, I'm obviously actually quite proud of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't care. Uh, Lucy, do you have a confession for us?
2: I don't know. Mine, mine's more of us just a listening. A far more dismal failures, like.
1: Oh, we love we love lists yeah. failures. Yeah, it makes you us know, feel better.
2: T- turning up the last day of last term at nursery it turned and they're all in fancy dress and i'm looking <laughs> at my poor charles wolf I'm like oh was it fancy dress today <laughs> <laughs> and, and his teacher yes it is yes, yes, but don't worry we keep it we keep a few clothes in the back here for for those children <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. what she meant was what those mothers meant, you know, those yeah
2: Oh, that's... And, you know, fortunately, he's only three... You know, he wasn't young enough, wasn't old enough to kind of feel bad or, you know, or feel angry or let down by me or anything. Mm. But, you know, I have no plans not to do that again. So then he will will get to that age and I will do it again and it will be worse. And I've managed to lose all the proofs that they sent home of his first ever uh, school photo. (laughs) So I've missed the deadline for getting one and I've lost the proofs and i probably held up because I kept getting notes home saying... We have to have them all in before we can send off our uh. order. And I don't know where they are, and I can't write in and go, We have lost them.
1: You know he's, what he looks no, like. Yeah. You've got a, ca- you've got I mean, a camera on your
2: phone. He's here <laughs> all the time. <laughs> His father has literally taken 30,000 pictures of him, and they are on like, our computer. I could reconstruct him in real time if I wanted <laughs> <laughs> you know, And I look forward to re- to looking at that first year somewhat. yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh well thank you so much uh, I think it's we've been sort of pleasure. reached thank the end you of it but thank me. you Lucy you've been a fantastic guest and your book Inside Charlie's Chocolate Factory is out now Everyone is fond of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and they'll be very fond of this book. So thank you for writing it and thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me and thank you for being close enough that I can walk home. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much, listeners, for listening to the podcast. As always, if you would like to send us your Scummy Mummy confessions, it's scummymummiespodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter at scummymummies
0: and our website is scummymummies.com and you can listen
1: to other podcasts there as well. We still have a few live shows to go uh, before I pop so, a bit like Violet Beauregard That's right. Um, so, uh, yeah, do check scummymummies.com for details on those. Give us a lovely review on iTunes. Go on. Go on. Go on then. Won't take a minute. No. <laughs> nothing, Governor. It's <laughs> nearly Christmas. <That's> right. <laughs> and uh, and thanks for listening. So, goodbye,
0: everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.